I hope we're recording. Okay. Hello and wh- uh, what? Go ahead. Oh, no, no, that's just a great way to start every podcast. <laughs> I hope we're recording. <laughs> okay, so we may or may not be on the air. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the 19th episode of Damage Control Podcasting, a professionally unprofessional look at ideas, conventions, and genres of filmmaking. I am here with... Seth Amphetamine. Nick Jenkins. Mike Stanbridge. Daniel Newkirk. Okay, so uh, let's get on with the news. I think sitting in front of us is the biggest part of news right now. What the new equipment? New equipment. The new equipment. Yeah. Yeah. I got a I got a Zoom H1. I got this little dealy here. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, enough oh, with the, the tech speak, okay? Oh god, that's <laughs> sweet <laughs> physical comedy for the audio yeah. only podcast. Uh, <laughs> and I got a. Damn. I would have had this last week. I bought these really nice, expensive condenser mics. I forgot they take phantom power, so I had to buy a phantom power box. Yeah, so new equipment, people. Uh, Which one's let one that lets us talk to ghosts? Uh, this one. You got you two I'm in. I love yeah. talking to phantoms. Is that what that is? Yeah. yeah. How come, ah, how, see, there you go. <laughs> how come you've still got the Barbie Funhouse uh, laptop though? Dude, don't 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 reveal behind the curtain. It, it is a very neon blue. It actually, is. actually, this came in neon blue. That's the kid. Uh-huh. This came in neon blue, but it was like, the, I'm pointing to the Zoom H1. Because uh, <laughs> uh, my, my laptop's blue, my headphones are blue. The Zoom came in uh, blue, but it was like another 50 bucks. Black was like $50 cheaper. And this, unfortunately, only came in red. Otherwise, I would have bought blue. <laughs> buy, right. bl- buy blue, people. Yeah, he pointed at the, the thingamajig the, the, yeah. when, he, when yep. he said the red thing. Uh, preamp. He's pointing at equipment he can't name, so. <laughs> I read the Amazon review. Uh, <laughs> okay. Alexa, send me equipment. <laughs> I'm not rich enough for that. Uh, okay, so on to the news. Chris Hemsworth in talks to star in, new, in the new Men in Black flick. The untitled spinoff will not feature uh, Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones. It will expand on the trilogy and it will not be part of the defunct Men in Black 23, the Men in Black 21 Jump Street spinoff. Well, that's good. All right. Um, what are we thinking? Uh, if he's not Agent T, I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> really? For Thor. Do you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and don't wait your turn, man. Just just jump in at any time. We, all all, right. we, we talk over each other all the time. Yeah. So uh, the, the 21 Jump Street thing is still happening. Right? No. No, no. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, I thought uh, it got Jonah Jonah Hill it said little, Jonah know. Hill said the the rights was just outrageous that mm-hmm. they didn't it, the oh. law deals. As if the idea wasn't terrible enough that <laughs> needed to die. I I, I didn't yeah. see it. Have before. you got did you guys watch the Men in Black cartoon? Anyone? No. no, no. I, didn't I remember know. it but I didn't Okay. I thought about buying the Back to the Future animated series, though. I saw that at Walmart, and obviously it's close to It's actually that. pretty good, yeah. yeah. Did the voice actors return? When was no, it? No, uh, what it was was uh, Christopher Lloyd came back for the live-action segments, and that book ended kind of. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And then uh, uh, Frank Castle, Lemonetta, the guy who does Homer Simpson, he does... Frank Castle, the Punisher, does it? No. no Frank Castle, Lemonetta. <laughs> But yeah. he does Don Brown Ca- in the Don Castle, Lemonetta, yeah. Frank, Frank Castle, oh, yeah, right. That's why I made it. Oh, yeah, okay. Is Good job, yeah. I, Don but, uh, yeah. Then also, it was the debut of Bill Nye, the science guy. At the end, they did one of those experiments with Doc Brown, and he was his assistant. Gotcha. So. Dude, I want to see a Homer Simpson Punisher mashup, man. Uh, uh, he was in, uh, Punisher was in Archie. 
So it's, it's yeah. Not, yeah, so it's not too far fetched. Yeah, Maybe cool. it happened. You just don't know about it. <laughs> but do we do we do we want to see another agent thing, or do we want to see like a like a another section of the Men in Black division besides the agents? Well, like the accounting department. <laughs> I am totally out on that hey, movie. No, 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 no. Guy. no, 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 no. Wasn't there like an airport in in the facility? Well, if you did yeah. like a TSA for that, like the. All right, that could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, I could get behind that. Yeah. Paul Blart, Men in Black Cop. Uh, okay, well, moving on. Uh, Kristen Wiig is in talks to play Wonder Woman two. Uh, cheetah. Cheetah. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I think yeah. she could be a good cheetah. I'd be interested to see that. It'd be nice to get away from. This is hurting my ears. It'd be nice to get away from um, tall, gray, hulking, blue laser beam bad guys. I think it'd be nice to get away from uh, we're gonna we're gonna destroy the entire planet villains for once too. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, they'll manage to make Cheetah something like that. <laughs> She'll find so some bitch. Greek relic that is just. Uh, Do you like box. DC or Marvel? Um, I guess. Uh, I can't say that I've read a lot of comics, but yeah. movie-wise, I guess I've gotten more into some of the DC stuff. All I right. actually haven't seen a lot of the Marvel movies, so See. in a way, my my opinion is not no your exact. opinion it's no. somewhat valid. But your opinion's well, extremely Seth, thanks for being on the podcast. <laughs> You're welcome to leave now. <laughs> your opinion's <laughs> extremely <laughs> valid. I do need to expand a little bit and watch more of the Marvel. Uh, no, you don't. Don't worry about it. DC. I've been uh, enjoying the Batman White Knight collection. That's been pretty good. Honestly, I'm I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Michael Keaton to show up at one of the cons so I can take my own VHS Batman. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Keaton to show up in the Flashpoint where all the Batmans. Show up. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Cool. Ooh, in a Flashpoint yeah. movie. Uh, I mean, they're almost put, gonna have to do that now that they are. They are. Everyone yeah, seeming to drop out of the DC thing. The, maybe the Flash Batman. movie is supposed to be a Flashpoint. And then they could use that as a jump-off point to do a soft reboot. Like yeah, that's what they're... Instead of yeah. Batfleck, it's yeah. Yeah. whoever. Instead of Batfleck, it's Matt Damon. Then. Yeah. Or yeah. Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton <laughs> and old Bruce Wayne. Uh, I would get behind. Yeah. If they did Batman Beyond, let's get some new for Tyler McGinnis and grab Michael Keaton for... Because he's looking pretty so ragged. Cool. Batman Batman Beyond. Beyond. I don't see why that wouldn't <laughs> go over. Like, I know a lot of people that like Batman Beyond. I love Batman Beyond. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that'd be and it'd great. be a, a fresh idea for Batman movies because I mean, let's face it—they use all the same villains, villains in all of it. You know, well, like every the, time they reboot it, it's always Joker. The Joker. Have you, have you guys Joker. seen Have you guys seen Mute on Netflix? No, it's a very Blade Runner s world. Like that would easily be Gotham in the future. They could, if they did it on Netflix. That's my phone. Just ignore it. Ugh. Sorry. I want to I, I am, I'm the head of this show. Professionally unprofessional. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. Right okay. All right. Moving on. Uh, I can tell from the ringtone that it's yours. No, that's my podcast phone that I no longer need. Because um, we got new equipment. I mean, it is a very basic ringtone. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, so you know it's Adam's. Uh, <laughs> Lionsgate is moving forward with the Highlander reboot. Colony writer Ryan Condal is pinning the script. It's been in development since 2008. Uh, the head of Lionsgate says, we finally got a script we're happy with. Uh, we have set up the story so it has sequel potential. They also report that the studio is planning a Highlander trilogy, which sounds like a bad idea. But just there could be plan. only one. Uh, yeah. Just make, just make one movie. <laughs> just make a really good movie. Set it up for a sequel. It bombs. And... I guess the Highlander universe, if it's self-contained, if that's going to be a self-contained and not, you know, um, pull up like like the, the TV series uh, was supposed to be continuous with the movies. 
you know, and they kind of they did it's like a like a soft reboot, but it was but you know Chris Lambert came in, came in and he's and French. It, yes, yes, I know he is. Lambert. Yeah, <laughs> if they're gonna make it self-contained, then I can see a trilogy. I mean, because there's so much, there's so many immortals out there to be. You know, when, when you start off with, and as you slowly get down to Thunderdome in the third, the final movie, it, I can see it. Wouldn't the, the second one had aliens? Yeah, the second one revealed that they were all aliens, and more aliens came to the Earth, and they had to do more killing yeah. and stuff. Could this could and this be the comeback? The of second Sean one Connery? is the only one that's not continuous with the rest of the series. They they, they completely ignore that. You know, once they they ignore it by the third film, and they ignore it in the TV series. It's that's that's not canon. Could this be Sean Connery's come? He was in Highlander, wasn't he? Sean Connery's <laughs> not going to be doing anything else. <laughs> no, no, I know <laughs> that, that would be pretty cool, but yeah. I doubt it. Sean, Sean um, there's nothing's going to get out Sean out of the apartment. Uh, the Rock too. No, no, I'm telling you, I'm writing it, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go ahead. I'm very excited for a Highlander reboot. Like, if they do it right and they plan it to be a trilogy from the start, I think they could do a really, really good job yeah. of it. The problem with the first Highlander movie was that you opened and closed the entire story in the one movie, and the story was so expansive that you couldn't continue it on. So, with Highlander, like the first Highlander, okay. So there's this race of immortal beings, they're all getting together to kill each other, and at the end of the movie, we kill them all. How do you have a sequel on that? You, you really can't. Um, so I think if you build that to be a trilogy to start with, then they're, they're designing it in a proper fashion. So you start with movie one, where you have like a conflict between uh, Connor or Duncan and, and some main bad guy, and it would be really cool if they even built it up like they're killing all the immortals, and they kill the last one, he gets the quickening, and then, oh, there must be more in the world somewhere. You know, that would be a really cool kind of build up and pull the rug out from underneath you that I could get behind him for movie one. As long as movie two doesn't have the middle child syndrome that a lot of movie twos in the trilogy have. <coughs> okay. <laughs> it's either uh, middle child or the best one. I mean, it, it, there's <laughs> there's a lot to work with. The series is the series is great up until the fifth season, and they, they I mean you're getting immortal a week. It's awesome. I don't know yeah. if you've ever watched the TV series. You should check it out. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Okay. Adrian Paul's awesome. Is he Connor or Duncan? No, he's Duncan. Duncan, okay. He cut his hair off in the show, right? Cut his ponytail off in the show? No, he just ties it back. Well, in Endgame, he didn't have his long hair. Because that's the only one I've seen. I saw it in theaters. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So that's a bad one to start off with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on. Pirates 5, Dead Man Tell No Tales director... Uh, Joachim Roning with the O with the line through it um, <laughs> is, a, is attached to direct Here There Be Monsters which uh, I thought it was cool it was, it was, uh, I'll, tell you the, I'll tell you the synopsis and I'll tell you why it was cool uh, Bradley Cooper is attached to star, to star in the film um, Cooper would play a real life revolutionary war hero John Paul Jones albeit a much younger one uh, well before he had famously <laughs> said not yet begun to fight the Brits. After he's stripped of his British naval commission, Jones is hired by a shipping magnate to investigate the disappearance of merchant ships in the North Atlantic, which are being used as toothpicks by a giant squid. I like sea monster movies. Okay. So I'm really when stoked. When the last one we had? Last time we had one of those? Uh, the pirate movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, aside from that. Pac Rim. Pacific yeah. Rim? Yeah, uh, what's the number? Thanks, Seth, for being on the podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did twice. I've seen so one. many movies, and I'm apparently not seeing all the ones that I need to see. Do you guys, do you guys remember 
Uh, do you guys remember? Uh, it starred it starred the dude from CSI, Grissom from CSI. Also, he uh, was on Manhunter. It was a made-for-TV movie, uh, mid to late '90s, called The Beast, where he played a fisherman. Um, the dude, the dude who wrote Jaws. Who wrote Jaws? Crichton, not Crichton. Michael Crichton. Crichton was he wrote Jaws? Did he write Jaws? He did not write Jaws. It was like Peter. Peter Benchley. Was it? All right. That's Good job. Saying. Anyway, it, it, ba- <laughs> it was basically it was basically Jaws, but it was a giant oct squid. It was a giant squid. Octa squid. Octa squid. It was an octa squid. Uh, it had a head of a it had a head of a, a squid, but. I want an octa squid. But eight legs. Squid sounds like a terrible CP movie. Uh, Oh my god! Dude, we gotta call them. He (laughs) fights the octa squid. squid. Fights the two-headed shark. With giant sea monsters would be pretty refreshing in light of all the zombie stuff that we've been doing. He is always invited on the show from now on. And look at that! He got kicked out twice in one permanent invite. I don't, I don't dislike zombies, but they're just they're. It's tired. It's old. Have there been more modern zombie movies? Well, well, I, I got. It's been a long actually, time since we've seen. Actually, I actually, I'm bringing it up. How to survive a zombie apocalypse? Um, the I, I, I zombie. The Boy Scouts and, Guide and, and to Surviving a Zombie shows. Apocalypse. I mean, Walking Dead's been going on forever, and yeah. I, I won't lie, I watch it, but at this point, if they ended it, I, I might jump for joy just because, like, is Carl dead? Spoilers. Spoilers. Not nah, no one listens. To uh, yeah, Carl's dead. <laughs> really? What? Oh yeah. Oh fuck. They uh, are really deviating from the promise. That was. That was yeah, I think huge uh, news six months ago he when he got bit. Uh, he got bit at the end of the season. But uh, it's because yeah, yeah, I'm still where like Negan just killed Abraham in in where I'm watching. So uh, I mean, I'm a bit of it's like on every right, feed though. Uh, the, his the dad went off on Twitter school, and all kinds so of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they wrote him off. But in, in, even in video games, I'm tired of zombie video games. Well, it's funny you bring zombies. Even even Metal Gear went zombie, and it's like it's funny you bring zombies up. World War Z two. Is being delayed because Brad Pitt is being in the new Quentin Tarantino movie. Is that like the Manson one or whatever? Uh, I believe so. No, no, no. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, well, fuck. It's. Uh, <laughs> I, think doing, I think he's like doing the next you, Star Trek. Right. Also. All, yeah. all, all of the uh, the emotions right there from Adam briefly. <laughs> I, uh, I went through the stages of grief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think, uh, I think I read somewhere Tarantino's doing the next Star Trek movie, but he's also doing like a. Charles no, Manson. I think the Star Trek movie is that isn't set in stone, is it? That's just. I think that's, that's, that's still a rumor. That's interesting. I don't know if I don't know if the Brad Pitt, the next Tarantino is the Manson one, but it's it's a nineteen it's set nineteen sixty five. Is that about when Manson mm-hmm. was? So maybe it is. But uh, David Fincher is is doing the the World War Z, and everyone's freaking out because they're like they're just going to cancel the movie because it's postponed. But if Fincher's behind it, he's got a lot of power, so I don't think it's going to be postponed. I'm, I'm excited about a Fincher a horror movie. Right. The closest thing he's done is Aliens 3 and 7 to horror, I'd say. I'm pretty, I'm gonna, I, like the, I had this idea for a reality show that would never get oh, off no. the... That is, there, would, is there an octosquid in it? No. I had, zombie octosquid. No, I had this idea for... I had this idea no, for, a sequel. for a reality oh, show that would never happen because of egos and uh, legal issues. But you take someone like David Fincher, you take someone like Spielberg, Tarantino, and you make, you make Tarantino remake Gigli. He can't. He can't Tarantino it up. Like it can't be violence. He can do his dialogue, but you have to take his skill and see if he can make Gigli a good movie. Take David Fincher, and he has to. He has to do a James Cameron 
CGI fest. I think that would be awesome. Just take take Spielberg and make him do a Grindhouse movie. I think that would be a cool. It would never happen because of ego, for one thing. But I think that'd be a cool. It's idea. It's definitely an, inter- an interesting idea. I could get behind it if it was, like you said, more realistic. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so for Quentin Tarantino, uh, currently he is officially signed on to two projects. He's directing. Okay. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is the Charlie Mansion. Yeah, one. that's that's the bad bad pit one. So. And he is currently writing and directing a rated R Star Trek pod project that's currently entitled. Oh shit! Okay, it's more than rumors. Yep, it is official. You know, you, as as are you guys? You're a Trekkie, sort of, right? I am. Are you Trekkie? Yeah. I have had it with all these motherfucking triples <laughs> on my motherfucking starship. <laughs> see, I don't. I'm not a Trekkie fan. I don't see this as a good idea. I don't see that as a good idea. I, as a Trekkie fan, I would not have gone to Quentin Tarantino for my first choice to direct a Star Trek movie. But as a Quentin Tarantino fan, I am very anxious to see what he can do. Because right. I feel like Quentin Tarantino is one of those people who would put his own spin on it, and but do it properly. He would he would respect the the source material, um, because he did a fantastic job with um, his little bit that he did with Sin City. Okay, but Star Trek, we're, we're set in original generation, right? It's Kirk and Spock. We have no idea what he's doing. We, it's we, an untitled but, Star Trek. Project, but what I'm saying, so but, but you, Star Trek's all about nonviolence, right? When? Uh, I mean, that, that is ideal, but it never I works mean, out. Dialogue, so I mean, the, the Federation has weapons on their ship for a reason. So anyway, Giant Squid, are we in? or? Yes, okay. I love Giant okay, Squid. Cool. Okay, so I put this in. Zombie sequel. So I, I put this in for you and Mike. Dan, I pointed Daniel and Mike. Uh, <laughs> new mutant reshoots and a possible new character. So the test screenings for new mutants. The movie is supposed to be out by now. Or next, uh, yeah, we're in March. It's supposed to come out in March. Uh, they the, pushed it back to make it more scary. The te- well, no, the test screenings sucked. Were horrible, and they're gonna and they're supposedly adding a new character. Okay. They see the new character. So at the moment, the character roster is Wolfbane, Magic, Sunspot, Cannonball, and Mirage. 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 Uh, Josh Boone, the director, stated in the sequel, he wants to see Karma and Warlock. So people are speculating that he's going to go ahead and put them in this movie now. Karma, you can probably do. Warlock is such an oddball character. Like, you can't just shoehorn him in and make him work. Like, he, I, Explain the character real quick. I don't know. So Warlock is this... Me and, me and, me and Seth, like an actual good uh, comic book company. We don't like Marvel. So explain to us. Adam, <laughs> thanks for being on the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, <yeah>. both got <laughs> kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Warlock is this kind of odd shape-shifting character, and I believe he has some alien origins. I don't, if I remember correctly, they like thought he was a mutant, but he's more alien than mutant in the end. Okay. But he's this jokey, oddball, shape-shifting character. Um, if you can imagine Beast Boy from uh, Teen Titans Go, yeah. but he can turn into anything instead of just animals, that's kind of the character you're looking at. Okay. Um... And at some point during the storyline, he merges with Cypher uh, to become one person for a short period of time. Okay. Very powerful, very oddball type character. But, okay, so, you got any suggestions for what you think the character... Well, do you have have any ideas what you you guys want to see character-wise? No. I'd like... I just want to see... I'm 
this is the one that they're doing the horror style, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's. I'm just stoked to see what they do with it. You're it, not stoked I, about the horror I, style. I am not. I I, I, I think I remember you two could, got into it last. I time. think you could yeah. do an X Men universe or a Marvel universe horror movie. I think there's potential for that. Um, New Mutants isn't where I would go with that. Uh, New Mutants, I just want to see an X Men spinoff. I want to see, see that's the that's four color action tights. I want them to do X Men proper got, with they, New Mutants. They have to cross genres if they're gonna. I mean, it, it, I think people are getting tired of it. it. The numbers are showing that that they're gonna. I mean, we've got so much content out there. I mean, there's three there are three TV shows right now that are essentially X Men TV shows. They're X Men spinoffs, and um, you know, I, I think you you have to cross genres if you're gonna make it interesting. Yeah, but all three of those X Men spinoffs are dour and dark and yeah my kind of move my <laughs> yeah like i mean Gifted well it's post Legion it's, it's post registration yeah yeah like all but, of them are really but they're not but dark doesn't mean horror i mean horror the new mutants have they have a there's a lot of powers and uh characters in there that could easily be turned into horror characters so it's gonna be i, I like i like the i like the idea of it run through that list again real quick for me uh let me scroll back up here uh, Wolfsbane, Magic, Sunspot, Cannonball, and Mirage. Okay, so Mirage. I mean, I <laughs> Wolfsbane and Magic can easily be reskinned as horror movie characters. Yeah, Wolfsbane. That, that, essentially, really you, got a, you got a werewolf and somebody who spent her entire childhood in the demon dimension. She has a famous yeah. dad. Uh, no, her brother Brothers. is Peter. Uh, Colossus. Is Colossus. Ah, every yeah. time I ask you guys, that. yeah, uh, and a famous older brother too is Mikhail. Uh, um, who's that? Uh, he was a horseman with the apocalypse. Oh. Um. So, but Cannonball. I well, don't obviously, see them he's re- gonna, obviously he's going to be the, the, the not he's not the, the. Yeah, you have to really change Sam to make him a horror movie character, unless you're going to use well, him no, as a comic no. relief. Not as I'm not talking about it, the the. Uh, what do I want to say? The, the 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 villain. I mean, they're the 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 scary. He's the he's going to be one of the ones leading them around, trying to figure out. What the hell's going on? And why people are disappearing and all that fun stuff? I mean, he's, I bet you he's, the, he's the country bump. I mean, he's the Adam of the, of the piece. It's going to be like, like well, maybe we should run up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying that Cannonball yeah. doesn't fit into a horror movie. I bet. Like, you know, I bet you Magic is the bad guy, not on purpose, because she lives in some weird zone, right? Right, and she yeah. has she has a dark she has, uh, she has a dark uh, side that will come out every now and then I bet too, you, and be the, vil- it's a villain. I bet you she's the villain. Yeah, yeah, because her mutant power basically is she's tapping into the the plane of limbo and pulling it energy from there and then she has some magical training as well okay. um, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be crossing genres I'm just mm-hmm. saying that New Mutants is where I want sure. to see it my horror movie go to would have been Midnight Suns give me Midnight Suns instead of New Mutants and that is a perfect Marvel horror movie okay alright do you well, think uh, the Disney Fox buyout will have any effect on well, see, a lot, that? that's something that was brought up like even the director is curious if if this was going to be sacrificed because of the buyout. well, it's still the, once again we've still got a year before any the, the entire Disney Fox deal is official official right they don't because they don't start so. the director said the reshoots won't start until the summer and the release date is set for February twenty second the greatest day of the year <laughs> that's my birthday I thought it was Abe Lincoln no it's George Washington oh right right uh. He cut down an apple tree. Wait, yeah. cherry, cherry tree. Cherry tree. Cherry tree. Yeah. Yeah, dude, we need to get a jar every time Adam's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> even better equipment by next week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, why kick him off? He can make money. <laughs> uh, any other news you guys want to talk about? 
No? Okay. Uh, there's actually another reboot I read about Friday the 13th. Not Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, they've been, about this? They've, been trying to, they've been trying to reboot that forever. But though. it's not just Nightmare on Elm Street. They want to do another crossover. With, with? Child's Play. No, nah, it won't happen. No, it's actually apparently getting a little traction. It's Child's, uh, Child's Play, uh, play on Elm Chucky. Street. Yeah. Um, it won't happen. I, I, I kind of want it to happen just because it sounds like it's a great tragedy. Yeah, like watching the ship sink. I think it is. What's that? What What is Child's? I know. Uh, it's a movie. I know Chucky. Well, no, 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 I mean like, is, no, it, is it New Line? Uh, well, because I know uh, the you know the Freddie and Jason movies are New Line, but you know yeah, yeah. Elm Street and, and uh, Let's find out. Because that was how they were able to do Freddie versus Jason. <coughs> New Line got a hold of. Uh, uh, well, it wouldn't be continuous because um, the way they left the. Uh, Chucky in the last uh, Chucky movie. I hated that so much. Right, I'm sure it would probably be. Uh, Did you, are you looking? Probably at wouldn't be canon yet. Yeah, yeah. Before. In, in order for it to actually happen, and you know, one company sure. would have to acquire the rights to. Right. Oh. Movies. Uh, it is. You don't like anything up in her body? <laughs> I don't like how we can split his soul in both. I know ways. that that was that was. That just seems like up. it's gonna. It was a neat, neat little gimmick, but it kind of. Yeah. I just think it's, it's gonna overcomplicate if they do it. He's. Okay. One thing is, but I like his daughter kind of taking the mantle at the end of the, the movie, though. The too. one thing I don't like is like I, I get, well, what I don't like about people complaining about like some child's play movies is that uh, some some people will complain about it's just uh, <clears throat> some people complain about its campiness, it's too goofy and this and that, mm-hmm. but they like some of the old ones and it's like the child's play that's always, always been campy. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, the first three kills yeah. people. The first three tried to be a horror movie, but then Bride of Chucky and Sea of Chucky totally banned it. Then for uh, yeah. I, well, they figured Curse out Chucky and Cult of Chucky, they tried to go back, back to being a horror movie. It was yeah. just so weird, but they didn't retcon. They, the, they, uh, okay, they, so they figured out that, that I can't find any uh, anything confirmed about the Child's Play Nightmare on Elm Street crossover. I, I think it's just in talks right now. I got Don Mancini revealed plans for a crossover film with Nightmare on Elm Street, fran- uh, the franchise, tentatively entitled Freddy vs. Chucky: Child's Play on Elm Street. Uh, he states, "I would like to do." I would like to do Freddy and Chucky just because I think they would be a fun double act. I'm really more interested in the characters. My pitch for Freddy vs. Chucky is Child's Play on Elm Street. Chucky ends up in some kid's house on Elm Street, and Chucky and Freddy inevitably meet in a dreamscape. Chucky sleeps. Why not? Chucky sleeps. Chucky dreams. And they have and they have this admiration for each other, but they realize quickly that Elm Street isn't big enough for the two of them. So in a riff on Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, they have a contest who can kill the most teenagers before the sun comes up. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it a lot. I could, I could go for something like that. I could do that. Oh, it dude. sounds like a that sounds a like horror that, could, that has comedy, the potential to be one yeah. of my buddy cop films. Sure, that sounds like film, fun. I yeah, I really like that it, idea. Yeah, the synopsis is really good. If that gets off the ground, that could be a lot of fun. They, they must be both. I think if it. they don't play it off, I can't find film, it. But they have. They must. I be think I'm gonna find out. I know. I know that uh, the the Friday or the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and the Friday Thirteenth movies are new line. Yeah. I wasn't sure about Child's Play. I am happy Child's Play has come back. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Remember being scared of Bride of Chuggy when I was a kid? <laughs> Watch it again. It's like, oh, this is horrible. Any more news? Nope. Birthdays. Birthdays today. Catherine O'Hara. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The mom from Home Alone. Yeah. I put this yeah. chick on here for you. You put I, that on there yes. for me? No, no, no. This chick here. Uh, Patricia Heaton. You look like an, every the mom from Everyone Loves Raymond. No. <laughs> no <I'm> just, uh, 
the director, the director Paul W. S. Anderson, Mortal Kombat, uh, Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is he on? Event Horizon. Big fan. That was a fantastic yeah. movie. Uh, the director Lynn Wiseman. He did the. Uh, what's the one where uh, Die Hard kills the helicopter with a pl- or kills the helicopter with a car? Uh, uh, live free and die hard. The fi- yeah with Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, I think it's the fourth one. Yeah. The one where they're doing the fire sale storyline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he also did the uh, first two Underworlds. Uh, he's got a really sexy wife, Kate Beckinsale. Biggest <laughs> <laughs> uh, news right there. It does there not look like That's New Line Cinema does Child's Play. Oh, okay. Um, I put this up here for you, Nick. Uh, Chaz Bono, birthday today. Um, does, it, does anyone know who this is? Gunnar Hansen? <laughs> yes. Like from Hansen? No. From Hansen. No, no. It's the original Leatherface, Gunnar Hansen. Oh, is it? Yeah, he's the original Leatherface. Oh, right on. Uh, yeah, I think it's up in the air, though. Cause they, they just, be. Because they, the last one was straight to Netflix. Yeah. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the last yeah, two. Chucky. Last two. was on Netflix. I think it was directed to DVD and it got on Netflix. No, it was direct, I think it was directed to Netflix. It might have, yeah, yeah, it didn't. Maybe. I don't think it went to theaters. Went to I don't know if it's Netflix really original, though. I think, uh, if, I don't know. We'll have to look at it. Wouldn't that mean Netflix owns it? The Netflix original? <laughs> no, 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 no. Netflix no. like leases it out or whatever. Yeah, yeah like um, uh, for Daredevil and Punisher and all of them, Marvel didn't sell the rights to Netflix. Oh, okay, they're just pro- there's that's their production company. Right. All right. And then you got the Castlevania series, which I'm sure probably is not owned by Netflix. Yeah, right? Konami still owns that. Yeah. Konami won't let go of anything. Why can't we get Simon Belmont Smash? I that's watched. I I, I've only seen the first episode of that Castlevania series so yeah, far. I watched it. It was. Hmm. Uh, that first episode is pretty brutal. Yeah. I very much enjoyed Castlevania. I am cannot wait for season two. The I'm season not, four, the they have a fantastic fight scene. I plan on watching more of it because it, I liked the first episode. I, I just watched it like a few days ago. Mm. Yeah, highly recommended. Very good. All right. Last one. more brutal Nintendo animes. Legend of Zelda right there. That'd be great. Wasn't there uh, already a cartoon for that? It was, uh, well, excuse it wasn't a cartoon. Me, it was a. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, that's the one from the Legend of Zelda cartoon. Oh, the, the, I not, never saw That's it. not a cartoon. That's actually a video game. Uh, it was part of the Dreamcast, I think. It was Are uh, you a about the video. Magnavox? Yeah, Magnavox. That's it. No, no, Magnavox. no. This is a TV series, the Legend of Zelda show. I like the I Super Mario Brothers Super Show. It was an actual TV show. I don't know about <laughs> the Magnavox cartoons but no okay all right last birthday captain n the game master hey i gotta celebrate my stuntman birthday <laughs> uh last birthday day glenn foster he did all that he did the stunts for the opening sequence in quantum of solace which brings me into today's topic since you killed the conversation if this brings me into today's topic <laughs> episode 19 Fun. no close <laughs> so so if i mentioned x-ray glasses Buzzsaw yo-yos, invisible cars. If I talked about bad guys with third nipples, blood tears, and facial scars, I'm dramatically reading here. <laughs> if I said shark-infested pools, razor-bladed hats, shark you say? No. <laughs> and balloon infl- inflation. What if I whispered that all cars go really, really fast, no matter what make or model? What if I shouted from the rooftops? That good guys are ultra cool, suave, buff, and always wearing form-fitting suits. I'll tell you to jump and hurry up and get it over with. An addendum to the rooftop shout is that 
the gorgeous kick-ass women at his side, what genre would I be talking about? That y'all didn't even listen. Yeah, we listened. What genre is it? You, well, you, it's all Bond movies, man. So no, it's the spy genre. Is it a genre? Or is it all Bond yeah, movies? No, spy genre. <laughs> so they got Razor yo-yos and other movies besides Bond. No, but the really fast cars. How many times does, does Ethan Hunt drive? I mean, that could have been way? Fast and Furious, right? Yeah, <laughs> they need a Razor yo-yo in Fast and Furious. Uh, anyway, so they can stop making those movies. <laughs> no, they make a bunch of money. They ain't never You're gonna get kicked out again. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I agree, <laughs> but they make a ton of money, so they're always gonna make. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's true. So with the release of Red Sparrow, the Jennifer Lawrence spy thriller this week, I thought we'd discuss the spy genre. Do we do we like the spy genre? I, I think it depends on how well you do. Like for yeah. me, spy movies have to be have very certain things and you can't have too convoluted of a plot to make it interesting. Oh, the more convoluted the better. It when you start getting into the trip, triple and quadruple year. agents, I check out. I'm out. You're all about th- so is this like a money shot thing with you? Like you're, you're it, n- no, to me like okay, so when you start introducing people with really oddball names and you only see them once or twice and then you have to depend on them knowing if they are which faction they're working for if they're oh now they're a double agent okay now oh now they're a triple agent oh now they're back to being on the good guys and they just keep flopping back and forth I check out like I can't I don't follow that alright uh, so to me like I like a convoluted plot for spy movies but you have to watch how convoluted you get so uh, okay Mike I'm th- I, I agree <laughs> it's, 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 it, you know, they, they try to overthink everything, and it's, you know, you, you, can, have a, you can have a great spy movie and, and not have to go, you know, triple and quadruple agents and all that. I mean, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Ow. Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred. Uh, Jeremy uh, Irons? No, the Alfred in Batman. Uh, Sean Pier- Pierce? Yeah, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael, yeah. Okay. Um, the, um, Ipcris file. Um, yeah, that's, awesome. That's awesome. Up, yeah. uh, Harry Palmer? And Harry Palmer. And that was not a convoluted play. It was just straight up. And it, but, you, I mean, but you didn't know. I mean, you're, and you're on your, your seat the whole time wondering what the fuck is going on. And okay. you get to the ending. And, and, of course, it's the ending that we expected. But I brought that up. I was like, no one's going to know what this is. So I'm really glad you, you know what that is. Ipcris file rocks, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's one of the better ones that's ever been made. <clears throat> oh yeah, you don't need all the car chases and the and the, the buzzsaw yo-yos attached to, to shark lasers, you know. Those things make it a little more fun from time right, to time. Right, right, and and I but, uh, but I can get that out of necessary. my cartoons, you know. If I, I, I I'm always you take guys, it the, the campy yeah. direction. Yeah, you know, it's it's those are those are what you do when you don't have a script. You know, I think that's what Ouch. you do when you have a TV series. Huh. Well, yeah, which often you know which is you the don't same have idea. a script. When you're, yeah. when you're trying to expand, yeah, when you it, when you get to, you know, to season two of Knight Rider, you know, of course, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, in a movie, they may not necessarily they may not be necessary because then it, you're, you're just you're trying to put too much. Well, they're the, except for thought, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say that I think it's important that you mark the calendar because Mike and I agreed on a genre. <laughs> yeah, no, I got like it got like really cold in here, so I was like, oh shit. <laughs> March fourth. Uh, so real quick, what, what are some of our favorite spy flicks? Along with that, who are some of your favorite spies? Um, for me, um, I think my top two favorite are the um, the Man from Uncle. As a reboot, that okay. was fantastic, and then the Kingsman series. The okay. Kingsman series has been absolutely great. All right. Even the second one, you like? The second I haven't one? seen the second one yet. Uh, right. The first one was was amazing. I I loved the first one, and I'm very anxious to see the second one. Okay, Mike. 
Uh, I, Kingsman, I was going to say, too. So, uh, yeah, right on there. Um, I like Bond, the original, the original Bond, though. You know, Daniel so what's Craig. it got? No, the original Bond. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you had actors and scripts, you uh, know, Daniel back, Craig, at, back yeah. before, you know, before it got taken over by the, the, by the toys, when you got to Roger Moore and Daniel Craig and all those guys. You no, know, Craig ain't got the toys. I haven't seen any Daniel Craig Bond toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I know it's all C4, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> what, what, about, what about you? Oh, man. I remember from when I was a kid. I remember Spy Fox. Uh, I forgot the name of the company. They did uh, Plus Plus Adventures, Pajama Sam. Great stuff. Spy Fox. Never heard of it. <laughs> give us a quick run. Sounds run-down. good, though. Give us a quick, give us a quick rundown. What's Spy Fox? Well, he's a fox. It's fine. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's what you see. Okay. It's, you click on... Is it like Star Fox? No, no, not at all. <laughs> oh, is it a video game? Oh. <laughs> I'm the video game guy, you know. Okay. I, I was going to bring up L.A. Noir, but then everyone's moving. Don't, don't feel bad. If, if, if it came down to me, I was going to name a video game, too. Well, well, okay, what's your favorite spy? Uh, I, I love the Metal Gear series. Is he the dude that turns into a box? He well he he puts a box on and time he time. like smokes weed or something. Yeah, he smokes cigarettes. Well, Solid Snake smokes cigarettes. Big Boss smokes cigars. I thought he There's, got. I thought he did like. Wasn't there? He does dope or something, right? I think okay. There was speculation on that. Uh, the most recent one, not Survive, but the most recent Metal Gear in the main series, which was uh, Phantom Pain. Phantom Pain came out in 2015. There was a there's a thing called the Phantom Cigar. Okay. It's an electronic cigar. I think cigar. Mad Pat did a show episode. I mean, maybe that's where I'm getting it from. It's an electronic cigar with, uh, there's like a certain herb in it that basically makes time pass by. Like, like say it's daytime and you, you're waiting outside a base during the daytime and you think, oh, hey, it might be better to do this at night. So what you do is you pull out that phantom cigar and it makes the time go by faster. Now, wait a minute. takes it to nighttime. As you're tripping, one of the guards comes walking by and goes, what the fuck is this guy doing? And he shoots him right in the head. Or it physically makes the time go by. So if you put a box on your yeah, head like and smoke in public, is that how that works? No, wait, wait. So, so does it, it physically <laughs> makes the, it alters yeah, like, time and space? No, itself? it doesn't It doesn't do that. It's, it, it just, like, it, it's basically more of a mind-altering thing. Now, uh, it, now it, it does, it is more of a speed-up time progress in the game, but it's, it's not actually, like, okay. taking the universe and speeding up time. Now, there was, there was a little blog or something where somebody was getting into the the nitty gritty details of what kind of herb might do that, and that they, they were uh, is that a game theory thing? That's okay. Yeah, it was it was yeah. a game theory kind of thing. It somebody said that it, you know the only drug that they thought it could be realistically would be weed. Now, I think now I never really used a phantom cigar. I just kind of went in whatever what. Time hey, we don't judge, man. We're we don't judge this podcast. Right? There's, there's no video on here. They can't identify yeah, you, man. Yeah. It's, it's all good. I like it's a the, safe spot. I like well, the sure challenge of just going in whatever, what, whatever time it is. Yeah. So I never really used it, but if I remember correctly, I think the, the, the in-game herb that you use is wormwood. Okay. That, that was used in that. Fair enough. But see, uh, and now that's where I was going to I was gonna say earlier that I actually agree with you. I like the really over-convoluted storyline. Best guest ever. But I can also see see why. Do you like Batman v Superman? I haven't seen that one yet. Okay, you're close. Yeah, now I'm getting kicked off. Don't bother. You were close. I saw that look in your face. I was like, get out of here. uh, He's the only one that saw it more than once. (laughs) But, like, I love the convoluted storylines. But you have to to like Metal Gear, especially Metal Gear Solid 2 is crazy. But I can see where 
where I might like it, I can also see where it's a, it might be a bad business decision because most people don't. Okay. You know, so like when you're when you're talking about sales and you're you really because what it all what it all comes down to is sales and you want to make money off of stuff like movies and things like that. So maybe the over convoluted uh, storylines <coughs> aren't the best idea when it comes to ticket sales. You know, making money. And, don't, don't feel like you got to agree with Daniel just because it's his comic book shop. <laughs> uh, oh, no. I'm good, at, I'm good at disagreeing with people. So, uh, <laughs> according to Esquire.com, the top ten greatest spy films of all time are The If, Pers- if, if Chris File. Uh, chime in anytime. Uh, uh, um, no, go ahead. Okay. Right. Uh, no Way Out, The right. Born Identity, Hitchcock's Notorious, uh, Robert Redford's Three Day of the Condor, Three Days of the Condor, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Russia with Love, Zero Dark Thirty, which I thought was just a flat-out war movie, but they think it's a spy movie. Uh, North by Northwest, The Lives of Others, and The Third Man. Okay. Any others you guys want to throw in there? No, just the ones I mentioned earlier. Man from Uncle is really good. Uh, Kingsman. I think TV series is better than the movie on Man from Uncle, but... Alright. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen the, the TV series in a long time, but the, the movie was a really well done remake, I think. It was a lot better than Get Smart was. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, 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 that's coming up. Okay, so, according to Dean, Den of Geek, the top 25 secret agents of all time are Jimmy Tong from Tuxedo. That's You're going to name 25 secret agents. Yeah, really okay. quick. Uh, real De- quick. All right, uh, everyone. Derek Flint, our man Flint. Uh, Napoleon Solo and whatever the other dude is. Ilya Kuryakin. Thank you. The Man from Uncle. Phil Coulson. Shield, the Shield yeah. Show. Harry Tasker. Really? He's one of the top 25. Yeah. Harry Tasker, uh, Arnold from True Harry Lies. The the uh, Mallory Kane from Haywire. I didn't know this, but K and J from Men in Black, they consider spies. I can see that. Okay. Right. okay. I, I never thought about work. that. Huh? They're going with covert ops, too, I guess, with the list. Oh. So All right. John Mason from The Rock. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, Susan Cooper from Spy, the that funny movie that came out with, with What's Her Face, Mike and Molly. Really? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the chick from Chicago. The movie? McCarthy, the, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Felix Leiter from the Bond series. Okay. Uh, Evelyn Salt from Salt. Okay. Mm. All right, I'm getting nothing from you guys. Uh, Edgar Brody from Secret Agent. Harry Hart from The Kingsman. Uh, Bruce Lee from Enter the Dragon. They say he's a spy. That is a spy movie, dude. Yeah, is totally. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. All that right. was the, that's the. Have you seen that? Uh. Oh man, that's the whole plot of the movie. I'm a Jackie Chan fan, not a. Dude, Bruce that's Lee that's fan. why it's that's why you see that the, the classic scene of all those people doing kung fu in the middle of, yeah. of, a, of an island. That's why it's parodied so much. I mean, that's the, the whole point of the movie is he's infiltrating the that okay. guy's oh. secret fortress. I, I believe you. Oh, it's beautiful. I, okay. Yeah, uh, Jack Ryan from the Tom the Tom Clancy series. Sorry, I I, I just realized a remake that they're doing that uh, we that we forgot to mention. What? Uh, the Crow is being remade with Jason Momoa. Ah, I oh, didn't hear yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. And we go on. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of it earlier. Alex Lemus from the Spy Who Came In from the Cold. Right. Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible. Joe Turner, which is Robert Redford. Uh, Gunther Bachman from we're, A Most Wanted Man. Uh, hang, I'm almost done. Uh, Nikita from La Femme Nikita. That's sexy. Um, Alicia Huberman from Notorious. Jason Bourne from the Bo- uh, Bourne series. George Smiley from Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Love that movie. And the number two, 
Perry Palmer from the Ipcris Files. Take a guess who's number one. Oh, man. Spy Fox. Not Bond, is it? No, it's James Bond. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Hey, what about oh, Harriet the Spy? Yeah, what the hell, yo? Spy kids, yeah. The kids next door. They were oh, spies. yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah. I forgot all about that show. What the, the platypus from Dexter's? Uh, Phineas or, or Perry, Perry, Perry the Platypus, yeah. you're right. Yeah. I forgot oh. Perry the Platypus. All right, well, what are, some, what are some tropes of a spy flick? I got them here, but if you want to name them off, go ahead. Well, uh, you've got the over-convoluted plot with Double and Secret. Mm-hmm. Triple I got double meeting. cross, triple cross, crisscross. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. the one. <laughs> uh, hero and villain meeting socially before the plot is revealed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, globe trotting. All right. Theft of nuclear weapons. Okay. Elaborate secret layers and exotic locales. Man, I swear, if it's they not. They did that in the first one. Gear? Right. Gear with you guys, with you guys, if it's not like a, if it's not a comic yeah. book uh, it's, it's a episode, I can't get thing. nothing out of you. Dude, guys. this is a comic book episode. Every every trope you've named so far is a comic book trope too. Uh, crazy evil plots. <laughs> there you go. The villain with a slight body disfigurement. Are, are okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. turning. Yeah. 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 Hey, wait. What about uh, uh, Clarice? Was she a spy of sorts? FBI agent? No. Uh, FBI. Yeah. Uh, CIA was a spy. Yeah. That's not covert. Uh, superfluous. Exactly Did I say that right? Superfluous, yeah. yeah. Superfluous romantic subplots. Okay. Yep, yeah. still comic book movie. The twist where the villain's plans wasn't at the actual plan. The villain has an opposite plan. <laughs> uh, the theme of the villain and his henchmen. They all have a theme. Okay. Yeah. Bad guys Isn't that every movie, period? Yeah. Well, what theme does Joker have? It depends on the movie. But he generally makes all of his henchmen dress up as clowns. Touche, Mike. Touche. Uh, <laughs> what theme? What theme did uh, what's his face from Thor Ragnarok have? The big devil dude. Surtur? Yeah. Um. Well, he's the opening villain, but you got that real big orchestra score at the very beginning. No, of the no, 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 not, like not theme music. <laughs> not, I'm sorry, not theme music. Theme. Costume theme for henchmen. Yeah, yeah. Like an overall. Yeah. Like you have to have henchmen have a henchman theme. Okay. Uh, you know, it was demonic, pretty much. You know, the, 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 the horns are <laughs> like disguised as the good guy, like you think he's good until like the end of the game. You're like, oh wait, that's not that's not who I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. A lot of times, there's that. And what's important to me, the stunts. I love the good stunts. Yeah, eat not it tonight. Did you say eat it? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was like, what the hell did I do to you? No, no. I I enjoy stunts. Okay. This is a pet peeve, and it always seems to happen in the spy movies. Okay. I hate it when they have a helicopter upside down. A helicopter is incapable yeah, of well, being yeah. upside it down. It can barrel roll, though, can it? No. It can't barrel roll? No, no you're dead. A helicopter yeah, it's it's cannot be upside down. Right, okay. And, and I hate it, because every spy movie well, can, seems to have... once. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, just straight down, just boom, boom. Um, yeah, like I hate it. Every spy movie seems to do this. You cannot fly a helicopter upside down. You cannot start a helicopter while it's falling and have Wait it a minute, take I want to see if it can barrel roll here. It, 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 it can, can, can continue. Go ahead. It, it, it can, it can <laughs> barrel roll, barrel. Awesome. but not in the concept of what you think a barrel roll is. That's an airline. First, roll. first Google: Can a helicopter fly upside down? <laughs> 
a few modern helicopters can perform a roll and are hence flying upside down for a few moments, but they cannot maintain sustained inverted flight. Yeah, because so they in most fall. of those spy, mo- spy movies back in the day, probably no helicopters at the time. No, the, well, the technology was so advanced that we're that reality is just. Oh, right, right. The, yeah, I mean, you had like razor blade yo-yos and stuff. So yeah, I mean, yeah. and those are, those, <laughs> those those just came out at the same time as fidget spinners, so I mean, that was oh, yeah. way before its time. If I remember correctly, like the uh, helicopters that have a tail rudder, that is their big thing is the tail rudder and the flow of air is what keeps them from going upside down. Where if you have the helicopters without the tail rudders, they're actually referred to as something else and they are capable of going upside down. Okay. I don't remember the name of them though. Gyro something? Gyrocopters maybe? Gyrocopter is the name, yes. Yes, okay, there we go. Gyrocopters are capable of being upside down. But they don't have a tail rudder, if I remember correctly. Oh my god, first first Google search, too. Helicopter without a tail rotor. They're short for no-tar, which is no tail rotor. Is a, it just says no-tar. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Because I think there's some other differences between a helicopter and a gyrocopter. But. Okay, so, do we like? what do you think about uh, Tom Cruise's stunts? Like, I, I, I love the Mission Impossible flicks, man. He did... He did the cool wire work in the first one. He did the cool uh, motorcycle stunts in the second one. He got blown into a car in the third one. I don't think there was any. Like, he does <coughs> some of his own stunts or all of them? Or? Pretty close to all yeah. of them. Yeah, that's I that's what the. That. Yeah, he gets super hurt on the filming of the yeah. latest Mission the Impossible film. Fourth one, uh, he. I was just kind of watching. Yeah. You know what I mean, I never, mm-hmm. I didn't know. Not all movies I get into. You know what everything. Yeah, that's does, what. It, I didn't realize, that's pretty cool though. So. Oh no! The second one that was the mountain climbing, right? That yeah, was just stick in the second one, yeah. Where yeah. he like flips, yeah. yeah and he's way uh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Limp Bizkit had a song on the soundtrack, and Metallica had a song on the soundtrack. Uh, the fourth one. Okay. Uh, the fourth <laughs> one, he climbed on the Does outside. Does that help of that with building. the stunt work? I, mean, I think so. Yeah. I would. Limp Bizkit was on the first one too. Hey, Lars, how am I doing? What? They do the theme song. They do the remix of the the new Mission Impossible theme song. Limp Bizkit on the first one? I'm pretty sure it was the first one. First one? No, first one was U2. Was it U2? Mm-hmm. No, okay, I mean, it was the second one then. Uh, the, fourth, the fifth one was the clinging on to the outside of the airplane. And the sixth Didn't one... did Harrison Ford do that first? <laughs> Get no. off my plane! I don't know, but he actually, like, they had to, like, glue his eyes shut and uh, give him an oxygen mask to, for when Tom Cruise did it. And I don't know what's the okay. big one. What's the big one in can do it. in the sixth one? He fly. He flies. He gets hit off a helicopter. Uh, hit off a motorcycle, for real. Uh, and then he was jumping from building to building and broke his ankle. That was the big shtick. Man, call me a wuss, but if I'm in a movie, somebody else is doing my stuff. Wuss. <laughs> Works for me. Uh, I'm not okay. in that kind of shape. Okay, so the point of the podcast: what does it t- what does it take to write a spy flick? We're writing. We're Lionsgate has come up to us and like, look, guys, we're really hurting. We, we, your, your world-renowned podcast, guys. We, we listen to it every Sunday. We need you to write a spy flick. Because we, we're big in France. Yeah. <laughs> so we got this. We got this whiteboard here. <clears throat> spy flick. Go first thing. Throw out ideas. See if it sticks. Go. Not all at once. Um, I want something lower scale. Lower scale. Yeah. Too, okay, I like it. Yeah. Lower too scale. often, spy films are. Our nuclear bomb, world-ending, death ray laser from the moon, earthquake machine. No, I want something smaller and 
equally as important, but I want something smaller scale, not world ending. So okay. I want subterfuge in my spy film. Okay. So like um, like uh, the Swiss banks are being robbed or something. That or uh, maybe something with the stock market. Okay. Uh, you could do something with like the stock information has been stolen and someone's going to use stock fraud. But didn't but didn't the internet community blow that apart when Batman did it in Dark Knight? Oh fuck! I can't believe I'm bringing this movie up with Nick in the room. With Dark oh, Knight Rises. Oh yeah, please. Yeah, in Dark Knight Rises, when Bane robs the stock market and then uh, uh, Bruce Wayne becomes poor, they're like, that would never happen. Right, and and that's because of the way Bane did it. So okay. Bane kicked in the door of the stock market. Stole all the stocks and suddenly Batman's broke. No, stocks aren't real money. Stocks are pieces of paper digitally transferred and they're insured. He stole the hard drive. It, that, that is not that is not how that works. Uh, uh, so another Bruce, point for Dark Knight Rises being a great film, eh, Adam? Uh, so <coughs> Batman, Bruce Wayne being broke afterwards doesn't make any sense because all he has to do is go to the FCC and be like, hey. Uh, all of my money was stolen through this stock market thing, and it's all insured. He would just get it right back. Okay, so we're doing a small. I never I, really thought about that. I got it on the whiteboard. Small, small Green event. Dark Rises. We're doing a bank or a stock market. Are we using an organization? Are we just a guy going rogue? The FBI, CIA. Um. Or just like a vigilante spy? Is there such a thing as a vigilante spy? Well, I mean. The spies get burned all the time, but it might be interesting to do like, like a country is doing this. Okay. Like, uh, like an enemy to take out a home country that's happening in. Okay. Be an interesting. So Switzerland. Sure. Do they have a military force since they're neutral? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Maybe a military nation trying to build themselves bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. You let the, if you want to go into really modern stuff, you say Russia. Uh, okay. Uh, Russia sends a spy to infiltrate Swiss. Okay. Switzerland. Let's, let's do something. Let's do something different. Let's let's go. You said modern. Let's do something in the past. What okay. time period would have a cool spy? Well, Civil in current day, they would probably make a a cool dude from the eighties. Like no, 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 farther, get, farther in the past, farther, me, farther in the, the past. Get the agent, cool dog. No, farther go to in the, the arcade, past. Cold War stuff. machine. Farther in the past. Farther, farther than, than Cold War? War? Yeah, farther. Civil War. The superhero Civil War? No, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, or Re Oh, there we go. Revolutionary War. And it has to do with, like, um, spies of Britain infiltrating America. They got that TV show called Turn, though. I have no idea what that is. So we got to go far. Let's go farther in the past. Because they got that TV show Turn about spies in um, Revolutionary War. Okay. Or... or or let's go in the future, Blade Runner. Like, like uh, what? What we're talking about? Batman Forever. Or, or Batman, Batman Beyond. Forever, no, Batman Beyond. Beyond. Uh, yes, yeah, make that distinction. Uh, hey, Batman's a spy. No, he's a detective. Yeah. Words uh, mixed up. Let's go to Let's go to Blade Runner era. What would be a cool What would be a cool spy in in that in that year? In in that. Uh, in the context of that that uh, universe, it's all replicants. You know, you, you, it's just guess the replicant. That would be the whole. No, well, not not necessarily Blade Runner. Like Carbon. Yeah. You guys, oh, you guys are not creative, man. 
Well, no, I mean, like, I say that, I say that I'm not coming up with any ideas. Like, you're creative <laughs> work, and, like, you're talking about, like... You're not, you're not creative like Michael Bay. If you look forward, you're looking at, like, I don't know, information being the big thing. And, I mean, that's kind of the plot of Altered Carbon, is a guy looking for information. Because, for whatever reason, when you look forward, money seems to have less meaning than other concepts when you look at the future. Okay, what about this? What about this? What about do what about do a doing a spy flick inside the parameters of a non-spy plot? Like have you guys seen Brick? Uh, who who did who directed The Last Jedi? Um, uh, the dude who just directed The Last Jedi, he did yeah. that in Looper. Mm-hmm. He did a movie called Brick with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's a hard-boiled 1920s um, detective story set in high school. So the, the 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 senior in high school walks around with the the dialogue of a, they all talk 1920s noir speak, but it's set in modern day high school and it's a murder mystery, and he plays a hard boiled detective. Ryan Johnson, yeah, I pulled that out of my head. Thank you. Uh, so what? <laughs> What if we set a spot just like Brick, which I which I recommend watch Brick if you haven't seen it. It's a really good movie. Um, what if we did a spy flick within the confines of a non-spy setting? I'd be down to try that. Um, what setting would you want to put it in? Are we going comedy? Or are we going straight? We want to do some comedy? Oh yeah, yeah buddy cop movie all the way. No, uh, it can't be buddy cop. And partner is a cybernetically enhanced chimp. Spy movies is one of those movies that I am not Boys a huge Arnold fan of. There yes. you go. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of comedy in spy movies. Like, a yeah. little bit of comic relief is fine, but as a majority, I like the spies to be serious. So, so me and you are on the same page when it comes to spy What about fourth wall yeah. stuff? Break the fourth wall. Oh, yeah. Just a little bit. A Deadpool spy Again, comedy spy stuff. Movie. But, but like, yeah, like, I mean, if you like have a good idea maybe? for it, yeah, let's, let's, what's your idea? Oh, I don't know. I just thought maybe just like a one-time thing, like... I think it's interesting when they do it just once. I don't think a whole movie of it, that's, like you said, that's more of a, or did you say it? I don't know. Somebody said it's more of a Deadpool thing. I got an idea. Just like one time in the movie, just be like, what? I got an idea. What if there's a convention going on at at an enclosed mall in a Midwest town, and there's um, the new movie coming out. There's a new movie coming out. Something like maybe Solo or Avengers Infinity War. Well, no, no. This is a fictitious movie. This is a fictitious movie, but it's got it's got the a summer blockbuster. Oh, it, it's got the it's got the elitist of, of of Phantom Menace. That's how much hype this movie has. And the copy, the copy. It, okay, so the spies are a bunch of YouTube reviewers. Okay, they do a podcast. You, they do YouTube reviews, and there's this fictitious movie. I don't know. That, it sounds like I'm not gonna like any of the characters. That's yeah, I, I'm already hating all of them. So, so, so anyway, I think they're all right. I just don't like the guests they have. Yeah, but you haven't you haven't said anything related. No, no, hang on. So, so this movie has got like Phantom Menace level. Okay, so the they they try to break in like they, like the whole thing. They want their they, they got like a fledgling YouTube channel, and if they get the first review of this flick, it's gonna blow the channel up. So that's that's the whole so, spy. So fanboys thing. without or, cancer. Or, it's a spy flick. It's a huge spy flick. 
the the movie itself is a spy flick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Like the movie that you're that's the huge summer block blockbuster yeah. within the movie. So what what so would what would some of the what would so some they're of in this small midwestern town and and they the, the movie theater already has the DVD of the movie. Yeah. But but none of the employees have watched it yet as a preview no, no. as a special. It's, it's under lock. It's under lock. Okay. Let's yeah. say let's say it's not there yet. It's coming. It's transported. <laughs> Well, then you would have to intercept the mailman. And this, the reason why, the reason why it's coming to this Midwest town is because the director of the movie is a local, local celebrity, and he grew up. Okay, and there that's you go. Is. See, now you're developing. Yeah, yeah. So, so I one of the things there is like the Hollywood pre-screenings. Yeah. So they could be bringing it to the small town to do the Hollywood mm-hmm. pre-screen, and this is legitimately the first screening yeah. before the movie ever releases. Because and then you get a whole bunch of celebrities in there. Yeah. So what what would what would some of the so we gotta have conflict. What would some of the conflict be? That it would it would start out with the guy security sitting. guards. There's well, first of all, you got what's 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 the issue here? What are we what are we trying to? What's the we we wanted steal the film. We, we want to steal the film. Yes, or okay. view it before anyone else. Okay, so th- that's that's we want to get our YouTube uh, review, uh, not us. It's Nicholas a fictitious Cage movie. So you want your <laughs> spoiler-filled review up before anybody else? Is no spoil. Yeah, it's no spoilerific review. Yeah. Yeah, we're just like we want our. That's the name of the YouTube channel. Yeah, spoilerific, spoilerific reviews. reviews. There yeah. you go. So what would so it's the movie starts out with with the dudes hanging around drinking energy drinks, in a comic book store, uh, uh, finding out God, that they the sound like douches. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> I'm losing uh, connection here. No, yeah, yeah, I'm going. Dude, I'm, I'm rolling. Really I'm rolling. rolling. You, you guys got. I'm on that uh, herbal cigarette from Metal Gear Solid. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. In a box. So, I got the name. Of, I got the name of. Oh, the movie. Yeah, I got. What? I got a fairly large. The su- yes, thank you. That's a movie I <laughs> think wrote. you can fit inside a guitar box. Yeah. I got one of those. The, okay. Uh, <laughs> there was that movie, Adam. There was a. Uh, it's on YouTube. There was a uh, cello b- uh, case in one of the James Bond movies. I don't remember which one. From, uh, uh, it's it's, it's living, Roger. Living Daylights. They, yeah. they used it, he, he used it to ski down a mountain. Yeah. With the girl that played the cello used the cello. Yeah. As the, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so the dudes are sitting there like, man, our YouTube channel ain't nothing. This will blow us up if, if we get this review. Yeah. What's now? What's the first conflict? So we we got this. We got the team forming, right? So we got we got the hacker. Okay, we've got um, what's a, what's another what's another trope? What's another? That'd be t- the sarcastic guy, the guy in the chair. Okay, behind the scenes. Okay, uh, we've got the, the guy, guy funding the money. Funding the money. What's what's another what's another team? Uh, like, uh, like the face or the charismatic character. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're that. You're the hacker. Oh, you're you're definitely the beat 'em up guy. The you're easily the led the dude that works time. at the movie theater. Oh, I'm the muscle. You're the muscle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used the, to also. Yeah, you, you <laughs> know, the dude that works at the movie theater that we can Jedi mind trick into doing all kinds of stupid shit. So, so he's the inside man. Yeah, he's um, he's the but, inside man, but he's also he's also okay. like uh, the the jackass the guys okay. the jackass guy. So that we he get to do all kinds of stupid he's stunts. the in, he's the inside man, but he also <laughs> betrays us. He's the twist. He's the crisscross. Oh, there, there, there's how you're crisscrossed again. So say the the actors are coming here for the Hollywood pre-screen, yeah. and some like big actor's actor. return. Big big actor return. This is his big return film. Of the actor. Yeah, so he is the one wanting to protect the movie and it's at sanctity and all that. So like our inside man betrays the team to the director. Oh, the director's a cool guy. So he makes us look like he's betraying us, but that was part of the plan the whole time. The betrayal was part of the plan. Is that what you're saying? No, no, the betrayal wasn't part of the plan. But the guy, the inside guy, betrays us to the director, and then the director is the only one who doesn't get to watch it. If you guys want to, you guys want to see it? Sure. No, no, no. The director's just cool about it. No, but it's the actor that has a problem, and he's the one setting up. No, it can't be that. No, it can't be that easy. Like we have to. 
we we're not in the movie. Um, uh, no, maybe the director's not maybe, cool with the movie. Hey, he was, and he, he was already he's it's already been green lighted to go you know for this green for this for this pre screening and the director's just gonna be there and he's cool with it with everybody seeing it and spoil it spoiling it because he, he hates it something yeah something about him hating it he just he's not down with yeah. it anymore yeah, uh, like yeah. no no this guy no. like the director of the fan four stick no it can't be it can't be that he's like like. We, there's got to be more conflict. Like we steal the flick somehow, and then we replace it. So, we? so there's a bunch. Of, there's a bunch of Hollywood douchebags who are already pissed off because they got to come into the Midwest in this unnamed town in the yeah. Midwest. So they're already pissed off. The, the actors. The actors digging it because he's back and he's, he, maybe he meets his high school. Maybe that's a subplot. He meets his high school. Maybe that's how we distract him. We bring in his high school love interest, and they start. Okay. So anyway. So we there has to be a way to we steal the flick and then we replace it with like a hardcore porn and so they go to they go. But to it screen. turns out that it's 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 the hardcore porn of of the podcast uh, leader's mom. No. And we have to <laughs> this. No, no, but there's got to be there's got to be like the antagonist. Yeah, one of the, uh, like his early work. Like Who's the one actor's early work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we find out. So, so, so the the other actor in the movie who's pissed off because he's coming to this no-name town, yeah. he did porn, but he kept it hush-hush. But us being YouTube guys, and we dug it up. Freeze, more likely, really. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm bypassing. So uh, <laughs> so, uh, so we dig up his, his porn. Maybe maybe it's not. Maybe he's a heterosexual male, and he's very macho heterosexual. He didn't do heterosexual porn. What's wrong with that? I'm not saying anything wrong Either with that it. Either that or maybe it was pegging. Pegging. And What's wrong with that? Uh, but how are we... That's how we get the weird people to the podcast. How, how are we going to steal the pegging flick, Pegging-friendly podcast. It's, it's, I, like yeah. the, I like the idea of the portrayal. That's cool, because that yeah. gets in one of the tropes. What's another What's another trope? Uh, we got the superfluous romantic subplot with the high school girlfriend. Yeah. Um, so we've got threat of nuclear weapons, which ain't going to happen. Uh, globe trotting. Yeah, which, small scale. So yeah, globe trotting ain't gonna happen. Uh, the villain's plan wasn't the actual plan. Well, we're kind of the villains in this. So uh, the stunts. Can we have some cool stunts? Absolutely. Okay. Well, uh, the disfigured guy. I want to teach. I want you to teach me how to fall. I'm not the, good enough. The, the security uh, douche. <laughs> the, the security guard, the uh, floors from Mallrats. He makes an appearance in the flick. Okay. You know who that is? It's Terry. No, I mean, okay, that, that's that's a um, a ripoff of, uh, or it's, it's an homage to Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I just, hey, I, <laughs> nobody gets that character. Uh, so anyway, the, what else? Um, okay, so we got the double cross. What if we do the crisscross, which the betrayal was part of the plan? So, so we, we, we ease, so we, we, we make the plan, our plan, our plan, we go act it. He throws us off, the, the the double agent, and so the Hollywood relaxes. The Hollywood people relax because they're like, oh, okay, it's been foiled. But it, we're just we're just using that as a distraction to, to activate our actual plan, which yeah. which is Daniel go. I was gonna say that seems kind of cliche because it seems like that seems to happen a lot, like okay. like in a lot of the Oceans movies. Uh, it's like okay, yeah. this is gonna get. Go all the way through, and oh, we've been caught. And no, it was all part of the plan all along. And it seems like every spy movie does that. Okay, all right. So how are we going to get in? Okay, you worked at the movie theater, right? Long time ago, yes. So 
how uh, it's the movie's in the projection booth. How can we? I got it. I, okay. The, the the plan the plan succeeds, and uh, uh, when you guys are getting ready to podcast, I'm, I take off with the movie and sell it back to recoup all my losses from equipment because I was the funding guy. No, no, no. I don't like <laughs> sell it. Sell it to the underground. That'd be cool. Uh, sell it to a rival podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get ready to watch it. Not us. We the characters. Yeah, the, the characters. We're watch yeah. it, and it's the porn. Bam. Okay, cuts what if... A, with his mom! A, yes! yes! No, cut to him carrying the suitcase. No, no, what, what, if the, what if the whole time, the whole time, one of the characters is like, I got an inside man, I got an inside man. And and, I, and the guy's like, well, where's your inside man? He goes, don't, just don't fucking worry about it. I got an inside man. So okay. we're, we're, we're trying to do this. And I'm like, where's your inside man? He's like, just, I got an inside man. And we're doing it. And the inside man is to do with the briefcase with the movie. So the whole, th- so all of this crap wasn't necessary, and the inside man just hands it off to us at the end. What? Okay. I mean, I mean, Mike does the the great in, the I got an inside man guy uh, a so, lot. That's so. what I'm saying. That, Fuck him. Right? Yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was a lot of conversation before the podcast started, right? Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> no, no. Just uh, trying to. Okay. Got a guy, yeah, man. It's, it's good. I, I, got I, got a, a, I got a guy. 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 Who is that? Don't worry. I got a guy. Don't worry. I got a guy. What, so, what's he doing? <laughs> Stuff. So when are we? Who is it? When are we? <laughs> so when are we filming this? Uh, At Mall. Um, <laughs> how much money you got left over after buying all this uh, unnamed equipment? Sixteen bucks. Wait, 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 wait. Positive or negative? <laughs> Forty-two cents. Forty-two cents. Positive. Positive. Okay. Well, okay. I got to fill up with gas, so five bucks <laughs> and forty-eight cents. That thing takes way more than eleven dollars of gas. Oh, that little Ford banger I got out there. You know, it's amazing what you can do with uh, with smartphones nowadays. Though. A lot of them have like really nice cameras on them. Oh, I got the I got the cameras. Budget, like, <laughs> I got like, the cameras, man. I, I, I the cameras are cool. The equipment's fine. What if it's done? Uh, what if it's done um, in the stylings of uh, okay, the monster movie? And I'm trying to think of it. Cloverfield. Uh, yeah, Cloverfield. So or like a, a found footage esque. Yeah. Like interesting. Like like the the, the crew that, that's getting together doing this. Somebody's got just like a, like I mean, several of us wear glasses. That's true. Yeah. We got cameras on our glasses. All yeah. right. So there was there was one upcoming film, and this is kind of off topic, okay. but there was an upcoming horror film that was entirely fought, uh, entirely shot with an iPhone, and it's getting a theatrical, theatrical release. <laughs> what mm-hmm. is it? Uh, that's what I'm looking up the name for right now. Okay. Uh, something yeah. I was just thinking uh, at the main screening where the film is supposed to be. Okay. What if instead of a uh, porn or whatever, it's another film of us stealing the movie? Oh, that's a little. That's a little. Uh... So the big reveal where it shows how we did the plan is on. That's the actually not it's, a bad idea. That's a little un- meta. It's, it's a little meta. It's uh, Steven Soderbergh's Unsane, one hundred percent shot with iPhone. Oh yeah, I've seen the preview for that. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know it was shot by. I, it's it's meta, but, it, but think about it. If we were, if we were going to do a found footage, uh, found footage style of filming, and then at the very end when they when the movie premieres, it's 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 the whole plot of us just stealing the movie, the movie, the movie the, and then we've watched. actually absconded with the movie itself, and then switched to the the, uh, the podcast as we premiere the movie. Well, wait, wait, I like that. I mean, it's I meta, like, but wait, it's wait, cool. Wait, wait, wait that went a, that went a little over my head. Yeah. Okay, so so time. we go through the whole we we'll go through the whole story, but and okay. and uh, and we're using we're doing a found footage style, right? right. <clears throat> um, so when we when we get to the actual movie premiere and the, uh, and they, they're the the theater is full, 
they start showing it, and it's it's the movie that we just filmed. And and then we cut to our podcast where we put put the actual movie in and start to ripping it apart. That's a good idea. I like yeah. That that's fantastic. That's, a, that's like really good. Yeah, that's that, that 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 great. Yeah, there there you go. Yeah. we got us a movie. Okay. All right. All right. Any other? That that was it. At least the ending we agree on. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's uh, hard. So that was the that was the end of the podcast. Before I get to trivia, I got to move this over so you can't see it. Okay. Um, any other spy genre stuff? Anyone want to talk about any more spy stuff? Well, I got the camera I play in your mom's house by that, so that's a different story. No. Uh, I like that idea. We should film it. And we may have a chance coming Mom. up. All right. Yeah, let's no. do it. Okay. I'm in. So, uh, we're moving on to the trivia tonight. I got some audio clip trivia. Oh, God. Okay? Oh. And I, I didn't download it, so so I want to play some spy theme songs. So you tell me. I'm going to start off really simple. I'm going to start off pretty easy. Mission Impossible. No. I didn't. That one's too easy. Okay. So, hang on. There's a Paracel porcelain. Not your cheese stain, not your problem. Professionally unprofessional. Okay, here we go. Name this tune. James Bond theme. Yep. All right, name this one. I like it says, too easy to play James Bond. (laughs) (laughs) That's Mission Impossible. Okay, name this one. Nice. I heard squirrel. And I'm like, it's been so long since I watched it that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't remember the squirrel theme. Girl. Yeah. I heard squirrel. I'm like, no way. All right, that was good. If uh, Danger Mouse is on this, I forgot about Secret Squirrel. I would be really impressed. Danger Mouse is not. I am not lying to you. I would be super impressed if Danger Mouse. What's Danger Mouse? Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. Is that the mouse with the eye patch? Yeah. Oh, DM. All right, name this one. This one's pretty obvious. Secret Age Man, Secret Age TV series, Patrick McGillan. I did not know for the longest time that the Bruce Willis that did the cover of the song was the actual Bruce Willis. <laughs> for the longest time, I just thought it was someone who shared a name with him. All right, <laughs> this this one this one might be obvious too, maybe. That's Archer. Right now. All right, uh, I'm gonna. Now you guys can argue with me. Uh, I looked up a lot of information on this. There's a oh, lot of spy God. stuff in this. Okay. okay. I know I'm going to get some arguments on this. Hang on, there's an ad coming up. Oh my god. My customers are settling up with each other. Could have downloaded the MP3s or anything yet. Pink Panther. No arguments? Oh, wow, okay. I thought you get some arguments. I mean, Pink Panther is basically a cat burglar. Okay, I'm probably going to get some arguments on this one, too. Well, not too now, because. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Spectre Gadget. Yeah, Spectre Gadget, yeah. 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 Okay. 100%. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. I learned that guitar, or that theme on guitar just randomly one day. Just yeah, Lagwagon. Lagwagon did a cover of it. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, okay, now this one, this one may be a little bit hard. Mike, I, I, for some reason, I just know you're going to know this. I'm going to be disappointed if you don't. Okay. I don't know 
this one thing out so far. Yeah. This is the same thing over and over. It's uh, Spy vs. Spy. Oh, the Spy vs. Spy yeah. from the... Car- uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Mad TV and... Yeah. All right. Okay, so that's all the audio clips there. Whoever won, Reminds won. The, uh, the that was Mike. The first <laughs> level in the Jurassic Park video game. I just remember that. Um, oh, I love uh, no Danger Mouse, no Phantom Uncle, no Get Smart. No this, hang on. So now, now we're moving on from the audio clip trivia. We're going on to the other trivia. What does Spectre stand for? Yes. It is really hard, this one. This one's like... Supreme... No. I know the last terrorism, revenge, and espionage. Uh, extortion. extortion. Sorry. But yeah, you got the last three right. Special executive for counterintelligence yeah, yeah. team. Uh, I am. What does the IMF stand for? Impossible Mission Force. Yep. Uh, Mad. What does Mad stand for? That's uh, Doctor Claw's organization. Uh, oh. Um. That was a good one. Thank uh, you. Mean and dirty. Okay. What does the man from Uncle? Who does the man from Uncle work for? Uh, that's British, I believe. Basically, what does Uncle stand for? What does Uncle oh, stand yeah, for? Yeah, oh. Um, I used to know this. That's uh, that's United Nations. Well, uh, United's right. Okay, not nations. No. United. Uh, uh, network. Network. Oh, yeah. Okay. CLE. Yep. There's a four and an and in there. Just if that helps you guys out. Nope. Network United Force. Network Command for Law and Enforcement. Yes. Okay. Uh, what's the evil organization from Get Smart? Oh. <coughs> Daniel's like. I know. Uh, oh God, I know. I, I watched so much Get Smart growing yeah, up. I loved it's, uh, it. Fresh. Uh, no, that's no. that's that's man from Uncle. Um, chaos. Chaos. Yes. A Delaware corporation. And when spelled with a K too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when asked what it stands for, the boss said nothing. They just did it for tax purposes. Um. Uh, two more. What is Inspector Gadget's tragic backstory of how he came to be? Are we talking about like the movie with Matthew Broderick? No, no, the cartoon. Was it in the cartoon? It may be. It may be mm-hmm. somewhere. It was in a car accident, wasn't it? <coughs> Ordinary like police inspector John Brown yeah, this is the movie. Fe- who fell down a flight of stairs after slipping on a banana peel. When he woke up from the operation, he had more than 1,300 crime-fighting ga- 13, crime-fighting gadgets attached to his body. Huh. Uh, Including not one uh, reproductive reproduction. No. Again? Yeah, but he did that. Yeah, remember uh, in uh, 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 <laughs> Adult Swim. Um Robot chicken, yeah, he has a he has he has a, a go go gadget hooker queen. Do you guys yeah. Yeah. do you guys yeah. think Doctor Claw is gadget? I saw that, yeah. Do you guys yeah, think? A, a cool did you guys see about that theory where yeah. Gadget burned himself up and became Claw, and then Penny, being the genius that she is, made like a robot of Inspector? Because that's why Penny's never in any real danger from Claw. Because hmm. yeah, Claw won't hurt his own niece. Or yeah. Huh. Interesting. And then the, the symbolism. Like, like fan theories. And fan then theories. There's, <laughs> there's the symbolism in the theme where Inspector Gadget turns the chair around and there is no claw. It's just Gadget. Yeah. Well, no. There's uh, the they're in there like a bomb. Yeah, it's like a bomb. There's like a hand yeah. with, and attached to the hand is like a yeah. the old school bomb with the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's double O code for? If you're a double O agent. 
License to Kill. License to Kill. Yeah. Okay, that was that was it. Uh, any recommendations of spy flicks? Well, if Chris Pyle, if you've never seen it, you got to, you should. Hey, I, I've I've been I've read on it. I think I want to watch it. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, the first. Would you guys consider? Sure. Would you guys consider? Um, uh, Inception, like a spy flick, or is that more? Um, <coughs> it's it blurs the line, but I could see it. Okay, right. you got some of the same elements with okay. the like the mm-hmm. uh, espionage, like any any like crime movie, like not crime movie, but thief movie can kind of be a spy movie too. So like the Ocean series, uh, Italian Job, okay, uh, which I really enjoy Italian Job, and it has a lot of the same elements a yeah. spy movie does. It's just the difference between a spy and a, a, a spy wow. and a criminal is one's. Funded by I, would, I would consider that. I mean, it's 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 an espionage movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With, so with it's the Italian job is that sorry. is that one of those things that like the video game is better or the film? Oh, the film's awesome. Good. Or? I've never played the video game, so I don't know. But the Italian job movie was great. It Have had, you seen the uh, original? I know my cousin. No, I saw the remake oh. with the mini Coopers. He played it for a long time, and I remember the movie came just coming out. I was like, hey, the game is better. Yeah, um, it had uh, Jason Statham in it. Yeah, and, handsome Rob, yeah, handsome S- Rob. Seth Green, Mark Wahlberg, Charlie's Theron, Theron. I, so, yeah. I say that wrong every time. It's French. Uh, Edward Norton. Uh, yeah, Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was the he was the betrayer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you, you recommend? Any spy? Spy Fox. Well, besides <laughs> Spy Fox, which is clearly better than anything you've listed today. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not really. I'm not. I've never gotten into spy movies themselves. Okay. But video game-wise, I think L.A. Noir. that's more detective, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, uh, Metal really... Gear is very good. Okay. Well, I'm definitely going to go check very out Spy Very over-convoluted, <laughs> though, so not your style. <laughs> I, hope I like the first Metal Gear Solid. Beyond that, they really lost me. Yeah, the first one's not as convoluted. It's the second one. The second yeah. one's the most convoluted of all of them. Yeah. And not to mention, they're, they're not exactly standalone games. That's awesome. Which does hurt them a little bit. It's good for the yeah, fan base, but when you get to like five games and you have to play all of the ones before it, it's where you, that's where you where you really have to be invested in it in order to. So, is your recommendation Metal Gear Solid for spies? Yeah, okay. that's my that's. I mean, that, that's my wanna, big thing. Yeah, if you want to talk video games, uh, Alpha Protocol was a great spy video game. Uh, the uh, third-person action RPG. Um, and basically, you picked uh, what, what generation? What console? Uh, 360. Oh. Uh, 360 era. So I think PS3 oh, as well. Oh, I was, I was, that's what I was about to ask if it was an exclusive because I don't have a 360, but I have. I have no idea if it's exclusive or not. What um, was it called again? Alpha Protocol. Uh, and okay. basically, it was. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, you work for the CIA, um, and you build your spy in like one of four different routes, which was like um, handguns, rifles, melee, or stealth. And you could only really build your character one way, but they had multiple missions where you had to use all four things. Oh. So it forced you to, to be good in the things you didn't spec in as, like, play skill. Uh, very fun. Very right. so, so they issued, like, actual challenges in it. Like, like, it's not where you get to a point where you're you're so good that nothing can touch you. you they, then they, you, you might think that, and then they throw in, like, oh, hey, now you got to do this. Oh, Absolutely, like you'll spec into a certain weapon and they'll throw you against a boss that you can only use melee attacks with, or you'll spec into the kick in the door, shoot all the things, blow everything up, and then they'll give you a mission where, hey, you need to sneak, and we're sneaking against a friendly organization, so you can't kill either, and none of your skills work. Um, See, I'd have to do sneak, obviously. 
Yeah, it, <laughs> a very good game. That a lot of people criticize it for that design. I loved it because of that design. Yeah, you can't please everybody, right? Very true. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it got critically ranched, and I loved it. So. Uh, there's a game coming up. I'm interested. In. I think it has a spy aspect to it, but uh, Detroit Become Human. Anyone hear about that? It's a a game that really branches out, and one of the characters in the game is uh, it's kind of agent. And one of the missions is he's got to save his kid, and you got to sneak around this house without getting caught by the guy holding the hostage. <coughs> What's the name of it? Uh, Detroit Become Human. Huh. Uh, it's actually a... Sounds like an anime title. <laughs> uh, but sounds cool. I'm That's awesome. I'm looking to check that out. When I think it, it just got a launch title, but I don't remember. Later this year. Cool. Okay. Uh, I recommend the Bond series. I would say... You help me out here. I would say... As far as um, Connery goes from Russia with Love? Yeah, or Thunderball. Okay, as far, well, as far as What's-His-Face goes, you can only recommend Honor Her Majesty's Secret Service because he only did one. Um, George Lassen. Uh, Raisin, uh, Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die. Okay. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, Living Daylights for Dalton. Yeah. Okay, for Brosnan, I want to say Tomorrow Never Dies, but I'd say GoldenEye is probably a better flick. Uh, GoldenEye is a better flick, and, you know, it's... Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, Tomorrow Never Dies, I mean, it's just, it's just too much goofy stuff that they throw in, and, yeah. Okay. GoldenEye's a straightforward. Now, as far as the best James Bond, as we both agree, I want to say, go back to uh, Connery again? Uh, Casino Royale for uh, Craig. Okay. Casino Royale's a good flick, yeah. Uh, Spectre was a little bit, mm, you know. And I want to say Mission Impossible 1, the Brian De Palma flick, is probably my favorite Mission Impossible. Okay, so real quick before, before. Yeah, the tropes. Real quick before we uh, get out of here, uh, the Oscars are tonight. They are. Two, yeah, that's going on right now. 2018 Best Picture nominees. We've got <clears throat> The Shape of Water, Darkest Hour. They're, they're, they, should, they should be on Best Grip right now. Uh, Dunkirk, <laughs> Phantom Thread, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, whatever. Get Out, The Post, Call Me By Your Name, and Lady Bird. Out, out of all Have, those, I only saw Shape of Water, and it was weird. I haven't seen a single one. It wasn't bad, but, well, but I this, this throw, this throw I don't a guess. Watch, I'm very picky about the movies I see in theaters. Just throw a guess yeah. out there. Um, or which one would you like? I would. I want Guillermo to win. I don't want Shape of Water. I do like. I do like Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, I want. Uh, did you ever watch a Troll Hunters? It's his Netflix show. Uh. Uh-uh. It's it's pretty good. It's, yeah. Well, like what about you, Mike? What are we what are we going for? I know you probably uh-huh. haven't seen any of them. Just throw. I I I. I'll go with Guillermo del Toro also because I don't give a crap about the Oscars. Yeah, I don't. It's it's a completely pointless. I don't mind Nolan. I don't mind Nolan winning though for Dunkirk. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, if if I was going to pick any of them, I'd probably go Dunkirk. Okay. Seth, what are you going for? The middle one. Middle one. The other one. Uh, Three billboards outside Ebbing. That's the one you're going for. There you go. That's the middle one. How about the the Phantom Thread with? uh, I mean, I guess I could. I guess I could go with Del Toro. It's a shame you cannot see the deer in the headlights look. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, <laughs> He's good at that. <laughs> uh, we've got we've got four minutes to meet our hour thirty. Uh, we, we Do you got, have any more of the Oscar nominations? Uh, full list of 2018 Oscar nominations. We've got Coco's going to win best anime there you go. picture. Maybe maybe maybe, huh? maybe there'll be a super villain that, that changes all the envelopes at the Price Waterhouse uh, Vault. And that would be a uh, new movie idea. That would there. be. I'll be pissed off because that was clearly our idea. So, uh, and we'll be produ- It'll be coming out to uh, uh, the film will be dropping 2019. Uh, we'll be filming in June. Hey. So, uh, uh, I'm gonna hold you to that. 
Uh, New film idea. If anybody steals exteriors only ideas, during Con Weekend. Exteriors only. Yeah, you could do group. You well, know, you got to film inside yeah. the comic book shop. Right. We could. Well, it's I mean, scene, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we could, the but during the con itself, I mean, yeah. oh fuck, we're not gonna have time. To okay, do. lead actor. <laughs> to do lead actor. Uh, we've got Gary Oldman in The Darkest Hour. He plays uh, Winston Churchill. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. My apologies uh, for Get Out. Gonna hand the Oscar uh, to Daniel Day Lewis, probably. Why, yeah, Daniel Day Lewis closest? for fame. It's his last yeah. film, so yeah, he'll probably get like, the. And the Oscar yeah. for Best Actor, Daniel Day Lewis, just get out of here. Uh, like okay, let's do let's do director. Uh, let's do animated feature. Okay. Okay. Uh, so they got the Boss Baby. They got the Breadwinner. I'd never even heard of that. I watched that. It's on Netflix. It's really good. Okay. But it's not. Coco. Ferdinand, and Loving Vincent, which I, I don't know what that is either. Out of those, Coco's gonna win. Pixar. You think? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it would win People's Choice, but I, I think. I, but the breadwinner was really good, though. Yeah, and I mean, if you watched it, Ferdinand's made a lot of noise overseas. I mean, it's. Um, really? Oh God, yeah. Oh, and my God. and but but you know, Loving Vincent too. You get that there's I, there's I, such I a fury over over Vincent Van Gogh and his, his entire oh, career. Oh, I saw that. Oh, yeah, I, I mean it's so. I, it's, I mean it's it. that's actually the that's that's a tougher category than the uh, I don't give a fuck about best picture category. You know, I, I actually care about these 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 are these are a hard that's a hard choice. And Coco is awesome, but it, it you know it has the advantage. I don't know if it would translate. Outside of Pixar, okay. This might I mean, it was huge. It would be great as a long Mexico, uh, Mexico. Yeah. Uh, did you hear that thing about the Frozen short that that was in front of it? Short. It was like twenty minutes long, mm-hmm. and yeah. but Mexico hated it so much that they stopped showing the short in front of the movie. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. This I this might this short. might be up more more up our alley. Uh, visual effects. We've got uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Kong Skull Island. Star Wars: The Last Jedi in War War for the Got Planet of the Apes. Luke I thought Luke scene, that was the best. Kong Skull Island, man. I, I that movie. Was that one good? Yeah. See, I was I, I thought about it, but I was. I guess I shouldn't judge it based on the previous Kong movie. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But totally I, fine. I would think that Planet of the Apes would. I'm well, as far as best visual yeah, effects, I mean, I you, 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 Apes, that's a yeah. lot. I mean, granted, I mean Skull Island had it. I mean. Some good shots, but right. I mean, yeah. War for the Planet of the Apes. I mean, you've got a lot oh, going man. on there. I mean, you could. But we have a young Kurt Russell in Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, a de-aged Kurt Russell. Everybody's yeah, but the de-aging well, thing is old hat now. But it's Kurt Russell. Yeah. Well, I understand I, that. I think yeah, I go with Star Wars on that one. Star Wars was a beautiful film. They it was did beautifully a great shot. Great job. But, with but the you know, the Oscars to, to this day has a as a they're anti-Star Wars. So. That's that's fair. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I guess I shouldn't. I'm not. I'm not talking about what I want to see win. What it's what I, what I anticipate winning. I would definitely would see. Planet. I mean, yeah, Star Wars. They they never vote for Star Wars. Planet of the Apes nominated. You say one of them? Yeah, the War for the Planet. War of the Planet. I, I would that's, say Planet of the Apes. That's some that hardcore was, visual effects there. That was you know. Most of the movie. Yeah. And <clears> just because Dirk gets an Oscar already, that poor guy. Oh, I know, right? I mean, he's not going to get an Oscar for being Claw and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. He should for not. a really good haircut. Man, I love that haircut. Um, how, how would you rate that haircut? We don't have a haircut rating. Uh, yeah, on the on the uh, Adam as Hitler scale. On my haircut? <laughs> no, no, on, on this guy's haircut. Andy Serkis's haircut yeah, from yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I already told you it was a uh, uh, Age of Ultron. It was Claw Age of Ultron minus two. 
because it was shorter on top. He had four of them in Black Panther, right? Yeah, yeah. on Black Panther, on Black uh, Panther, I would give Annie Circus's claw, uh, 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 Annie Circus's claw from Age of Ultron minus two because it's it's shorter on. It had more. He had more of a in Age of Ultron. Yeah, but what about the Nick, uh, the movie that Nick mentioned? What movie did he mention? Uh, I said Black Panther. Did you say Black Panther? I thought you said another one that well, he was in. Well, War of Planet of the Apes, but he's mocapping. So yeah, yeah, I'm saying it's yeah. one of the only films where he's not mocap. It had it had a black it had a black mask on with little balls on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, his hair. Uh, I would give it. You 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 struggle like these make so much sense. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right, okay. So now you guys are gaming nerds. So let's see if you get this. Since he was mocapping, I give it. The mocap character from Mortal Kombat Armageddon minus two. Fair. All right. You guys ever play him in Mortal Kombat? The mocap. I've never played him, but I've seen him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, gaming I've nerds. Never played him, I just schooled you guys. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I, I never played Mortal Kombat. Oh. Because right. I suck. Nick, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, played, right. I played the Finish old Finish him! <laughs> like I the really, really, really old one. Like the first one. Yeah. I, I played like the first one and the third one. Who's your favorite? Scorpion or Sub-Zero? Man, I, I kind of, believe it or not, I, I did swap. Yeah? One of the few people who may have actually done that. But uh, I, I can't say I was good at him. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I got my ass kicked. Me You're injustice. Scorpion, I bet. I you dressed up injustice. as Scorpion. Uh, in, in the first Mortal Kombat, yes. And then I went Cyrax in the second one. I was uh, in Sector. If you want to talk about, if you want to talk about people who <laughs> play the same characters all the time, I was that guy who was Ken all the time in Street Fighter. Okay. Which was basically basically Ryu or Ryu or however you say his name. Same guy, but different skin. So I like in the later Street Fighter films or games that they're actually separating Ken and Ryu. Are they? Yeah. I haven't played any of the recent stuff. Yeah, um, I noticed it first in Street Fighter Cross Tekken, and then in Street Fighter Four, Ryu and Ken have similar power sets, but they're not the same, um, especially with their uh, super arts. Uh, see, like, Ryu tends to get the Hadouken, and um, uh, Ken gets the... Um, how was your, the how was your second podcast? Kick? Yeah. Huh? How your second podcast? Subtuken, something like that? Subtuken? Yeah, Seth, how was your first podcast? I think it was pretty cool. You don't gotta lie, it's okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's, I've never done anything like this before. And I did better than I thought. I'm, just, I'm actually talking. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you get me in certain settings, and I'm just like, it's it's <laughs> it's a lot more chill on no pants days. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. On that note, I still think we need to do oh, something whoa. about that. No about oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, not yeah. on that. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa. whoa. Whoa, what's going on? We have closings to do. Oh, sir. shit, yeah. <laughs> I've only done 18 of these shows. Right? Yeah, you think? Mr. DJ, you just don't go to dead air. <laughs> so, we're closing. Uh, I was embarrassed. I was a, the new guest. He got me all flustered. Go ahead. Go ahead, Daniel. Do your thing. All right. So, under um, uh, Damage Control Podcasting is being recorded at Underdark Comics and Games in Quincy, Illinois. Uh, check us out on Facebook at Facebook slash Underdark uh, under Comics. And check us out on our website at UnderdarkQuincy.com. Uh, send us a message, give us a call, email us, uh, check us out, stop in and say hi. Next uh, next week is episode 20. We're going to do something special. Mike, we got to talk to you about it. See okay. What you, see what uh, you want to do. Uh, and then, so... so the silver thong or the gold lame? I was thinking crotchless. I'm thinking crotchless. A crotchless thong. Crotchless thong? I like G-strings a little bit better. They're, they're a little more comfortable. Only when I'm bowling do I wear those. Um, well, it helps you aim. It does. 
I like the elephant with the speaker in the. Uh, I do whatever I can to uh, uh, procrastinate doing the closing because I hate I, I hate the closing. I know, and uh, you're so bad at it. I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> we should just play the national anthem. So damage control podcast and catch us on all off, social right? media: Facebook, Twitter, uh, uh, the the jiggle uh, jiggler Tumblr, <laughs> jiggler uh, uh, in- Instagram, giblet, uh, SoundCloud, right? Tinder, yep. Tinder. Grinder, Grinder, um, yeah. contact, sandwich. Con- contact us at uh, damage control podcast, damage control podcasting at gmail dot com, right? Yep. YouTube, and YouTube. Yep. And and where do they find us on Twitter? Damn control at at damn control. At well, that's damn obvious, control. right? At damn control. Yeah. All right. All right. Now I'm shutting it off, and hopefully we recorded something. <laughs>